We are moving on to episode 25 of the uh, 52 Weeks of Reefing. This one called Going Beyond Filter Socks, the Thieling Roller Mat. You know what's funny is this is 2015. I'm pretty certain this is the first experience with the roller mat that we ever had. Yeah, you just came back from uh, Inner Zoo and after finding it. Didn't you? Hey, I found what I found. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, I'd seen it, I think it's called a Genesis or something a long time before that. It had like this little water wheel. It was really designed for ponds more than because it was so huge. Right. It had a bunch of metal parts and stuff on yeah. it. But, uh, eventually, Thielene made this uh, very similar version, but instead it used a flow switch and was way easier to install. Uh, I say easier uh, loosely, but easier than the Genesis. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, I believe. That was our first experience with the, that roller mat is like 2015. So what do we know now? Here's where we are today with our core belief. And we're going to have to say this twice, maybe even three times. Manual fleece rollers are the future. Manual fleece rollers are the future, right? Okay, people, so people, you're gonna manual hear this. Fleece, rollers, <laughs> fleece rollers are the future. Filter socks should be dead to all of us. Dead to and all I'll tell us. you why, you're gonna, by the end of this, I think you're gonna agree. Like, uh, yeah, somebody like, give me a manual fleece roller. And the only reason I say manual is because uh, electrical ones are uh, presumably much more expensive, uh, but uh, the uh, fleece roller, if you did it manually, could probably be about the same cost as the uh, the filter socks. So there's going to be a lot of advantages. Think about it for a second. Oh, man. That's a big one. All right, so what matters most is fleece material is the best for people that know they uh, overfeed capture it whole. And by fleece material, I mean, it could be fleece on the uh, roller, it could be fleece in a filter sock, it yeah. can be anything. But it's mechanical filtration. If you feed a lot, the best way, like an overfeed, by the way, mm. is uh, the uh, best solution for that is fleece or filter socks in rolls or socks. And the reason I say that is because capture it whole. I mean, yeah. it has no chance to break down. It, uh, and you're pulling it out in real time before it even gets the chance. Uh, bam, easy peasy. Okay, so the answer to that is, well, why are you overfeeding then? Well, I don't, you know, that's true, man, but I don't care. Some people just enjoy feeding their pets, they do. right? Yeah. And that is, they like overfeeding, whatever it is. And the only thing they need to do is then compensate for the filtration to uh, fit that. If you ask me, I would guide you probably to feed as much as the animals need, not as much as you need. Yes. Uh, but uh, if I, I can't get past that, there is a different solution. <laughs> and even for normal people, still, you, no matter what you do, you will always have to feed more than the animal needs to make sure that it gets it. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. Unless you're like, there's some probably super elaborate way where that say, statement isn't true, but for vast, vast majority of people. And you watch it every time you feed. Yep. Stuff goes everywhere. How many of those did you count and follow to make sure that they actually went to a fish's mouth? Yeah, well, you watch it in the roller, man. I mean, you watch it literally roll the shrimps right out. There you it know, is. The little mice <laughs> shrimps are rolled right out. The pellet foods that don't get eaten rolled yeah. right out. Yeah. You can see all the broken down food and poo rolled right <laughs> out. Same thing with your filter sock. When you pull the filter sock and you clean it, all the brown poo and shrimps gunk. and all this stuff, man, gone. Yes. You're, there, you're pulling it right <laughs> out of the tank. So uh, the best way to manage the fact that you may like to feed more than you should is fleece material, whether it be socks or rolls. Yes. And then uh, on the front of socks, uh, we're talking about what matters most when it comes to uh, filter socks and fleece rollers. Uh, filter socks changed every three days is the sweet spot. 
every yeah. three days. So we didn't get a lot of advantage <laughs> out of changing them every day. We didn't get a lot of advantage changing. I mean, it was a little bit, but yeah. like not that, huge gains. I, I mean, for my own personal time, that was uh, a, a net loss. Yeah. Uh, every two days, uh, a little bit of gain. But after three is where the stuff started to rot and then uh, just turned into nitrate and phosphate in yep. the tank. Yep. Uh, and so after, if you leave the filter socks in there more than three days, all it's really doing is capturing those turds and uh, the broken down food uh, or the food holes or mm -hmm. the shrimp holes mm -hmm. and just rotting in there. It's just turning nitrate and phosphate in there and you're just leaving it in there. I mean, there would be other reasons you have it in there to like pull out little particulates, the, the visual pieces of floaties around the tank, yeah. but it like, know full well that you're just letting all of it rot in there and uh, this maybe is, something else will catch it later on but mm. this is not the most effective way if if, if you put, leave the fleece in there for more than three days expect higher nitrate and phosphate levels this is why a manual fleece roller is so attractive to me it's that i can uh i am 100 percent more likely to walk by give the thing a little turn like this every three days uh, than I am to pull the socks out, get my new ones, uh, put them back in, go soak these ones, then a day later go wash them in the tub and make sure that I don't want soaps on there and all. Uh, they're not disposable because they're too expensive. So, uh, man, manual fleece roller is the future. So, like, a lot of people think about it, like, oh, there'll be, like, a little crank or something on this thing. And maybe that's true. Could. But, like, you can also just have a big wheel where it rolls just, up. Just grab the wheel and just kind of, yeah. one turn, just done. Tons of, so, yeah. So, am I willing to go in the sump uh, and uh, twice a, a week, grab it and just pull six inches out in, in two and a half seconds? Sign me up. Oh, for sure. Sign me right? up. And then am I happy that I don't have to go put the all, buy all of these socks and then put all of those socks and stuff in my laundry yes. and clean them? Yep. Or worse, it just continually buy them over and over again. And they're not particularly cheap when you buy, you know, if you're buying, if you're buying them to be days, disposable. Yeah, not, not cheap. Yeah. And like, I got to tell <laughs> you that my wife is not super happy about putting bristle worms in the wash machine. So I, you I, better do that when she's not looking. And I don't want to go spend a... Um, for a mini wash machine, the three like three five hundred bucks for a mini wash machine just for my filter socks. No. Like, <laughs> uh, and so like if, if you can make it like automated, don't get me wrong. It's just that those things cost that sump costs a thousand bucks, right? So like, if you got a thousand bucks for sure, that's the way to go. I yes. just, it automatically just rolls the turds out in real time. <laughs> but if you, if it's not, man, like dude, just just uh, there's zero chance you're going to see me twice a week crawling underneath the tank pulling all the socks out. I hate it. Going and finding some place where they're not going to mold or get stinky. I hate and, it. You know, whatever. Shove those new ones back in there and maintain it. Dead to me. I'd rather buy a better <laughs> filter. I'd rather buy a refugium light. I'd rather get a better skimmer. I'd rather mm. do just about anything in the and known to man than like go monkey around with that. <laughs> but I'm 100% willing to go throw a little wheel. Whip. Yep. Cranky. Wheelie. I'm gonna be a cranky guy. If the hey, if you come out with one with crank, that's mine. The crank, <laughs> the crank is uh, Randy's version. Uh, either one, man. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, just think. I think that is the future. I I don't even know. Like, once you say it out loud, like, I it's, it it shouldn't be any more expensive. Mm. Like the design of the plastic, it's just a rod with a couple of rolls on it, and you fill it up. Like. But the sump should cost like 50 bucks more maybe. And then you'll never, ever be down there doing all this garbage. Yeah. Uh, well, when you, uh, yeah, 
I mean, if we're talking, the, and that's why manual, because uh, when you start to add in the mechanics and the float switches and the different things, the motors and uh, things like that, that just increases that cost because there's a lot more, uh, more, a lot more to it. You know, and like, I think what comes to cost is like the only like last holdout, it would be like, well, is the fleece roll more or less expensive than maintaining my filter socks? My person, I, mean, I think you'd be time. I think you'd be surprised to find out how much it actually cost cost to run your uh, wash machine twice. You know, one with bleach and then one in a yeah, rinse cycle, that's the way electricity I and all that that's stuff. That's the way I did it. I think you'd be surprised how much it costs to replace all the filter socks as you're buying them and washing them. And I think you'd be surprised how inefficient they get over time as you just keep loosening the material mm. as you wash them every time because yeah. they're not the same after the single wash. That's, that's true. Uh, I I think. I think even if you didn't give anything to your own time and your own time was not even part of the equation, it's a minuscule difference, <laughs> Still, I, I, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, you know, be the whole, that's so like once you say that out loud, like why the hell do these things don't exist in, like, uh, in scale? And uh, I don't know. There you go. Uh, next one. Uh, what also matters most is that filter socks are likely nutrient factories if you don't change them. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a BRSTV Investigates experiment on, uh, like we were talking about the results, changing them every day, changing them every two days, changing them every three days, so on and so on and so on. And the further you got past three days, the more and more nitrates and phosphates they so, came out. Nutrient factory isn't 100% uh, true. producing more, right? It, yeah, like your, the amount of nitrogen and phosphorus is 100% dictated to how much nitrogen and phosphorus you add to the tank via foods, right? Yep. yep. Or additives, I guess. Uh, but here's why it will likely create, if you don't change these things out, create more nitrogen and phosphorus in your tank is because the filter socks are going to capture all those little particulate foods, the mm. broken down pellets and all the other stuff. And a lot of it's just going to degrade down into nitrogen and phosphorus inside that sock. Yep. Some of it will be removed and the protein skimmer and stuff will pick it up. But what you're really doing is actually decreasing the efficiency of every filter that comes after those filter socks because the skimmer no longer has the ability to pull out uh, the little broken down bits of, uh, of uh, pellet food. And the skimmer will absolutely do that. It's not just broken yeah. down protein turn chains. Turn into mush and stuff like that. Yeah, like it'll soft. We've all seen the. You can <clears throat> you can see like after you feed like the broken down bits of pellet food. Mm. That, like it definitely removes. It doesn't have to be all the way down to a protein chain. You yeah. Know? Yep. Uh, and so, like the filter socks, if you don't change them out. I think it's fair to call it a nitrate factory, even though it's not like technically adding more nitrogen or phosphorus to the tank. It is going to result in higher nitrogen, nitrate, and phosphate levels in the tank uh, if you don't change them out and just let everything rot in there. Mm, yep. I, I will also say that I think this is uh, in here about the skimmer somewhere. Oh, uh, well, we yep. can start saving money on skimmers and buying smaller ones for our tanks rather than bigger ones because we have an effective filter roller. Yeah, like you could have, like that's a good point, actually. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. Is if you spent uh, 200 bucks less on the skimmer, you got, you know, you a got smaller a skimmer. Fil filter roller instead? Yeah, and the filter roller is like easier to maintain. Yeah. You know, if you go buy like a, a <laughs> Thielene, like compact roller mat, like it just rolls the turds right out and you don't have to do yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, skimmer, you're cleaning it, maintaining it, tuning it, you know. Pull it out like, every uh, year for full maintenance, clean the pump. Yeah, but what you've seen over and over again is if you have a really good mechanical <laughs> filtration, being fleece uh, of some kind, filter sock, manual, or uh, 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 fleece rolls, 
Uh, you don't need as big of a skimmer. In fact, the skimmer won't work anymore. And Royal Exclusive told you that very same thing. In fact, I, I, I implore everybody out there that uh, uh, either doubts this or wants to confirm it, go pull out uh, your filter socks out of your system and then watch how much better the protein skimmer performs without them. <laughs> uh, you'll be, you might be really surprised. So uh, check it out. Uh, share your comments and stuff with us uh, because everybody else wants to see as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say also uh, wider. Okay, so fleece is the solution. Yep. Uh, manual or automated, doesn't matter. This is the future of some design. That will it, just like, and this is another one of those things where the reason it will be the future of sump design is if all of you agree and then demand it out of the manufacturers and start buying come. those solutions, they will start creating them. Yeah. If you don't Otherwise, ask for it, they won't make it. You're stuck with filter socks forever. Yep. <laughs> then we'll just have filter socks forever. <laughs> so be it. Yes. Uh, I will also say that wider fleece is better. Wider is better. Pontiac commercial. <laughs> yep. Wider fleece is definitely better, meaning like uh, in many of the like built into the sumps, the fleece yeah. may be a foot and a half wide or mm. a foot wide. Yeah, the trigger systems ones, your mm -hmm. Royal Exclusive one. Uh, I just, just see you. I, when you go up, when you go look at it, you're like, man, this has got to be way more effective than something that's a strip like this. Well, so what it is, is like if it's <clears> if it's if I got a big square, you know, this big, well, it will last uh, about five times as long as the square of this big, you know? And so mm. you'll see a lot of the roller mats out there now these days or the fleece materials is, I mean, they might be only two inch strips. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, like just yep. like really, really tiny. And like, don't be, don't be surprised if this didn't really solve your problem and you're changing out rolls every single week now. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. just traded one problem for a different problem. If you quadrupled the size of that thing, you'd probably quadruple the amount of time in between changing the rolls out. Yeah, and so for that reason, like these things are way, way, way better when they're incorporated into the design of the sump than all of the aftermarket versions of it that are like trying to retrofit a sump to be able to use these things. Mm -hmm. uh, and I hate to say that because nobody wants to replace their sump. Uh, not a single person no. on the planet is really wants that, to do that. We talked about that in the sump episode. <laughs> this yeah. is one of the hardest things to replace after it's in place. I don't know. I don't know how to address that, uh, but it, it's still fact. Uh, so. In that spirit, uh, wider fleece is better. Yeah. Uh, most of the aftermarket ones are pretty narrow, uh, and uh, the ones built in the sumps are generally pretty wide, and they perform a lot better. That's the one I would choose. Uh, another thing that matters most when it comes beyond filter socks uh, is uh, adjustable water height is better. And these, uh, you look at these prefab or these ones that are built into the sumps, like your trigger systems, like the uh, Royal Exclusive that you have, the Dreambox one. Uh, these are uh, these are adjustable filters. Uh, I can increase the uh, water height, meaning more paper is exposed for a longer period of time, uh, probably saving me more time on my roll because it's not all just going out in one big failed swoop. Um, so. If I want to filter faster, pull the pull the uh, the detritus and the food and everything, all the particulates out faster, I can lower the water level, less paper exposed, meaning it gets clogged faster, and it's just constantly pushing itself out. So the faster it clogs, the faster <laughs> it will remove it from the tank. Right. If you want it to rot a little bit, like maybe you want some nitrate and phosphate in the yeah. tank, you're having a problem. There you go. Not having enough. Well, you can let it rot. So the, I think the easiest way to think about it is: imagine if this was the exposed area of the paper. This mm -hmm. will clog you know, fairly fast. So if the water level in the filter is only this high, this will clog fairly fast, the water, the water level will go up, float switch will hit, and then we'll roll up some new paper. 
well, what if we wanted to not use up as much paper and we're not really having problems with nitrate and phosphate? Mm. Let's expose had twice as much paper. Okay. Now the water level will probably take two to three times as long before it clogs this filter uh, and what makes the water level go up, causing it to roll some more out. But like, what if we really want to save a lot of paper and nitrate and phosphate, all the rest of our filters? Well, now let's have it use the full sheet. Water level's up here. Right. This will take a really long time. You'll probably will only roll it up once in a day yeah. uh, ish, uh, every couple days, maybe. In fact, what it really will often do is just expose like a couple inches. And so the rest of it will stay in the water yeah. and it'll expose a couple inches that Enough gets clogged, to, yeah. slowly inches its way out of the tank. So this is now an adjustable performance filter you know, based on the fact of the water height. So the best solutions for the fleece filters will definitely allow you to change, that water. change the water height in there. Yeah, absolutely. I love an adjustable filter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, another thing that matters most, we uh, kind of hit on this one a little bit, but built into the sump is better. It's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, after that, I will say, the Thielene Compact is uh, our favorite here. Yeah. Uh, people Seven. ask all the time, yeah, 750XXL runs it. And I think a lot of the, you know, it has like a 500 gallon per hour around there, 500 gallon per hour um, max flow rate through it to, to be to be utilized. But when you think about uh, what we've learned about turn times turnover in the sump, 500 gallon per hour covers a lot of uh, tank sizes. There's a lot of these aftermarket things and some of them are really complex. Some of them might look cooler, the acrylic or something. Some of them take 8 million screws to put together. Some of them, <laughs> like, some of them the paper is only two inches wide. Uh, you know, like, but if I look at all of them and I have to say which one I think will, the goal for me is to remove nutrients and be the lowest maintenance. Mm -hmm. It isn't necessarily to be the prettiest option. Uh, if the goal is lowest maintenance and have it work and ease of install, Feeling, 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 feeling. Yeah. Uh, like it has a little barb thing. You just put the, you know, your return right into the barb thing. The barbs are three different sizes, so mm -hmm. it really doesn't even matter. Like your one of them will fit. Regulates uh, the water level inside of its own body rather than uh, the water level. Like some of them you have to put into the filter stock chamber. When your filters in your filter stock chamber has to be specifically designed so that there's enough water that the uh, over the top or enough room for water over the top that that allows the mechanism to work. This is all self. Contained. Yeah, it's it's and it like has a little clip that can go on the side Hands of, of uh, non-euro brace glass. It has a stand that just stands in there. And so this is how far I'm gonna go with how much that I support this thing. Is rather than buying like a plastic sump that has a bunch of uh, filter socks in it, mm. uh, I would buy a 40 gallon breeder or a 20 long glass aquarium and throw this thing in the other side and probably some aqua mesh on the other side to capture some micro bubbles and call it a day. I'm done. It, like it won't be as pretty as a super fancy <laughs> plastic uh, sump, but it'll cost probably about the same and it'll perform way better. Yeah. Uh, I'll have I'll have the type of low maintenance uh, mechanical filtration that pulls all of the hard turds and uh, whole foods right out of the tank. Uh, and I don't have to worry about it mm. anymore. So even though the glass 20 long or 40 breeder may not look as pretty as a you know trimmed out acrylic tank, I'll probably be happier with it over time and they'll probably cost the same amount of money. Function over form. Function over form. That was, uh, our, uh, that was our core belief in on sumps. On sumps. Yeah, function yeah. over form and bonus points if it is future proof. 
That was Put your glass belief. boxes. Feet. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, there it is, man. Uh, we'll jump to the next one because it fits right in here, too, on what matters most. You can use two compacts. Uh, you've got a primary. A lot of people have a primary, secondary drain. Uh, you can tune your drains to actually run kind of the same and run two compacts. Yeah, you know what? I think you could even use, uh, <laughs> like, if you had a, a one drain from the tank, there's no reason you couldn't just have two spouts as well. Uh, you know, you might want to try to make sure it's divided up a little bit, but yeah. uh, you can use two compacts. You also don't have to run them. Like, you could have two returns, like one of them that goes through the, the filter and one of them that doesn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a system that has, you know, it's probably going to put all of the water through the filter two, three times an hour. It lasts many times to catch this. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't necessarily have to go through it every single time. Yep. All right, some hard lessons, though, with filter socks. What's the first, first one? First one we learned a hard lesson about filter socks is we didn't realize just how much socks were hurting the perf uh, the performance of the skimmer. That one, shoo, I, I don't know if any, I'd be really curious to hear out of you guys if you didn't put that connection together. I've either. never, never put that connection together. Yeah, that like if you're capturing all of the waste in those filter socks and a, you're doing a really good job of removing it. Well, there's not much fuel for the skimmer anymore. The yeah. skimmer is not going to perform well, in which case you get a smaller skimmer that doesn't require as much fuel. Or I didn't catch that if you're not changing out the filter socks, that like I kind of thought like, well, I break down a protein change or something in there and then my skimmer would get it. Uh, but the skimmer removes so many things before it gets to that point that yeah. you're you know, depriving it from. Uh, it's not true, and I will tell you, the only thing you have to do to find out whether or not you believe this is true is go remove your filter socks from uh, uh, the little holes and then monitor how your skimmer performs and how much better you can get it to work. Uh, you might be right, surprised. You might that, surprise yourself. You might say, oh, man, that changed the world the way that I thought about this. So a uh, hard lesson for me, again, I, I just, after <laughs> decades of doing this, uh, I didn't realize how built non-maintained filter socks, actually maintained or non-maintained filter socks Will. were hurting the performance of the skimmer. And I might want to size my skimmer to that in either direction. Yeah, I'm, I would enjoy spending half as, mu half as much money on a protein skimmer because I've got a double as effective uh, pre-filter before it, a mechanical filter. Yep. yep. I, I don't know a single, I don't know many people would say differently than that. Uh, another hard lesson. This one's you. Uh, this, one, <laughs> this one is me, man. Like the bristle worm thumb was a hard lesson for me, which is, Reaching uh, in the filter socks. you know, I reached in there one day and I grabbed the filter socks because the water was overflowing. They were totally clogged. I grabbed it and I pulled it out and my full thumb was just covered in fuzz because there's so many bristle worms living in that uh, uh, filter sock. Dude, and it hurt for like a month, you know? I, I mean, like I got them all out eventually, dude, but like I, that was like probably the number one reason why I hilt filter socks. <laughs> like me and filter socks aren't on talking terms uh, right, at, right after that. You know, kinda, so, you know, consider when you grab them how you grab them because you never know what might be living inside that thing. Usually there's a tab, grab it by the tab. <laughs> I always broke the tab off because I needed to, uh, it was easier to turn them inside out when I go wash them. Oh. So I'd cut that little tab piece out and then just leave myself to the to the wolves. I, You know, here's the thing, dude. It's, it's like one of those things, like, just because I was lucky for a while, it's just because you're just <laughs> waiting that day. I mean, I, there was lots and lots of times I changed out filter socks. I never had that problem. It was just that one time, like, bam, dude, uh, and it hurt. Uh, all right, another hard lesson. 
Hard lesson is uh, filter socks and filter rollers might work too well. And that uh, we hit that one a couple different ways, but uh, to the point, so much so to the point that might uh, render your existing protein skimmer uh, obsolete or uh, very inefficient. Yeah, so it might work too well, Nelson, the assessments that you don't have any nitrate and phosphate in your tank. Could work too well, so where your refugium starts dying. Yeah, so like it's just really good if you pull out the turds and food before they break down. What's left? Yeah, and so <laughs> it won't get 100% efficiency, but you might find that this thing works. This for me, it's funny. Like it's the same story as the uh, refugium. Like we went into the refugium idea thinking, well, it's just kind of a poor like partial thing, and then we found, yeah. yeah, well, done right, it it works too well. <laughs> too well, <laughs> right? Well, so the same thing with uh, the filter material. Sometimes, especially in conjunction with other good efforts, it might work too well. Mm. And it's super obvious why doing it poorly would have a totally different uh, result than doing it in an ideal manner. Yeah. Uh, hard lesson. Uh, don't buy a sump with socks if you don't want filter socks. Uh, this is one, hard. 160 was one. Uh, was You I'm saw up. the video where we cut the thing off. We cut the filter socks off. Uh, we wanted to try that uh, roller mitt. Yeah. I, if you don't Actually, plan no, that on... was to expand yeah. for the refugium. We had the roller mat in place before. If you don't plan <laughs> on using the filter socks, uh, Try to find a sump that doesn't have them. The problem is, is like I guess Most the industry do. really hasn't caught up with this, and so a vast, vast majority of them have filter What's socks. A sump without filter sock holders. Uh, a good performing skimmer sump is what it is. <laughs> it's a fun, uh, it's a functional over form. You know, the problem will be a you're just wasting space, but b the way they're designed that way is they're going to trickle in there and be super loud. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you don't use them, they're going to. I, I mean, I guess you could consider using the like mesh filter sock they will probably catch some of the water and not make it as loud uh, and they don't really you know catch as much things in there uh, they only catch really big organisms uh, in the mesh yeah so it won't catch a broken down piece of food you know but mm. yeah uh, I think that if you don't want something there should be there, there should be more options out there for sumps that don't have filter socks. Uh, hopefully the sump manufacturers of the universe are, are hearing us and gonna be brave enough to make one. Hopefully somebody will make, start making more and more of the fleece materials because and when you look at it, there's nobody that has used fleece material, manual or automatic that wouldn't say there's no reason for filter socks to exist any longer. I agree. Uh, I so, yeah, Get all right, so them. what's next?